Welcome to the Beekeeper Confidential mini episode. I'm your host, Mandy Shaw. Yesterday, I got a swarm call from a lady who said that every year they get a swarm of bees in their yard and they had a beekeeper come out, but they couldn't remember that beekeeper's phone number, so they were able to find me. But she said that her husband had tried scaring off the bees, and I asked her how, and she said that he had sprayed them with the hose. It kind of blows my mind that somebody who already knows the drill with swarms knows that a beekeeper will come for free and take the bees away. So why try to scare them off? Anyways, I went and the bees were on the side of the house and there weren't very many of them. Now, when the lady called me, she told me that they, I asked her how big of a space they took up. She said, well, it's about four inches by 10 inches. And I thought, well, you know, that sounds okay. So I went and when I got there, they were clinging to the side of the house and it looked like a little pancake. (laughs) And it was high up and it was above this giant rose bush. Um, The people that live in this house are really wonderful gardeners. And they had this giant rose bush. And so we had to lean a ladder and sort of smash the rose bush. But they were okay with that because they really wanted to get the bees out of there. So I go up there with my bee bucket and my milk jug bee scooper. And I just start grabbing them and putting them in the bucket And I could see that they had already started building comb on the side of the house. Now, I've seen bees build comb in their swarm spot or in their bivouac. But it usually is when they've been there for a little while. Now, they said that the bees had just arrived that day. But I'm not so sure about that because of the wax that was there. Anyways, I get the bees in the bucket. I put the lid on it. And I decide I'm going to leave it there for a couple of hours because I have some other bee things that I need to do that are nearby. So I leave the bucket there and I tell them, okay, I'll come back in a couple hours. Great. So I go and do my other bee stuff and then I come back. And when I'm pulling up to the house, I can see the bees are not only back on the side of the house, but the size of the swarm has nearly tripled. So this is kind of exciting for me because I'm like, wow, that's a lot better. (laughs) So I go and I climb up the ladder and the bees had left the bucket, which I guess I'm not surprised. Um, There's lots of pheromones there on the wall. And if so many more bees had arrived or had reoriented to that location, I don't even know. Like if the guy had sprayed them off with water, maybe they were, I don't know. Anyways, so I go back up and I start scooping them and it's really a good amount of bees. I would say probably a gallon of bees and I decide, okay, I'm going to take these bees home with me and then in the morning I'll come back and get whoever is left. 
Because at this point, I'm pretty sure that there could be a queen in there because all of the bees in the bucket are fanning really hard and I had bees that were up on the wall that were walking down into the bucket. So I felt like, okay, I'm in pretty good shape. I start talking with a homeowner about putting up a bait hive because if they get swarms every year, they need to have a bait hive in their yard. And so they agreed to it and we were walking around looking for a good place to put it And we walk under this really cute rustic arbor that has grapevines growing on it. And we're standing there talking and I see bees flying out of the corner of my eye. And I look up and there's a swarm hanging there up in the the top of the archway of the arbor. At first I thought it was a second swarm of bees. And I'll get back to that in just a few minutes. So I decided I would go back to my van and grab an empty hive. I had just moved a couple of empty warre hives from one apiary that I have, and I was going to move them to uh, either my home apiary or the one at the farm. So I went and grabbed one of those, and they got another ladder set up for me, and I got my milk jug scooper, and I started scooping the bees, And once I had about 80% of them in the box, I could see that the ones that were in their original um, position were starting to break up. They were starting to break up the cluster and fly around and they were making their way down to the hive box, which was just directly below them. That's exactly how it should be. That's a pretty straightforward textbook swarm catch. So I make plans with the homeowner that I'll be back in the morning to get the bees in the hive box and to collect any more that are on the side of the wall. So I grab the bucket of bees and put them in the car. I put them in the seat next to me because I had had a full day of bee activities and the back of my van was totally trash and there was just no room for them. So bees are riding shotgun and we've got like a 20 minute drive ahead of us. This was my first time driving with bees in the passenger seat next to me and I was able to hear them and see them through the screen that I had put in the side of the bucket for ventilation and they were roaring so loud and running all around the bucket and I thought well that's kind of weird but again this is my first time riding with bees shotgun like this so maybe they do it every time or not, I don't know. And so I get home and I quickly bring them to the backyard. Now, normally I can hive a swarm right away and it's not an issue. So I didn't anticipate any major issue with this one. So I tap the bucket down on the ground just to drop all the bees from the lid and I open the lid and they fly out and go into full swarm flight (sighs) and I watched them go up and over the house and they were flying pretty high up and I couldn't really see that they were landing on anything they were just kind of flying around like lost bees and you know I was super hungry because I hadn't eaten since maybe 9 30 that morning and it was now almost six o'clock in the evening And so I went inside and my husband fed me some dinner. And while I'm eating, I can see more bees in the backyard 
and it's the same ones that had flown out of the bucket. They were just flying around looking all confused. And after I ate, I went out and watched the apiary. And it looks like maybe a couple dozen of them came back to the hive that I tried pouring them into. But the rest, I have no idea. I have looked in my trees, but it's hard to see with those because they're cedar trees. And it's hard to, you know, those swarms, they can camouflage pretty easily in pine needles, especially if they decided to go high up. So... Here's what I think. They didn't have a queen. They wouldn't have acted like that if they had had a queen. And if they had swarmed out of the bucket with a queen, they would have gone to one spot and I would have seen them form a cluster. In this case, they were just flying around really lost looking. When I went back to the house this morning to deal with the rest of the bees... There was a ball of bees, maybe five to seven hundred bees in all, um, clumped on the side of the house, of course. So I go up there, and this time I just put some brood comb right next to them because it's 50 degrees, it's 8.30 in the morning, and I didn't want to get them riled up. And so I put the brood comb there, and they walked right onto it, no problem. And I was able to look at them really closely. I did not see a queen. So this leads me to my conclusion about why there were two swarms at this location. I think what happened was when the guy sprayed them with water, they actually got separated from each other. And I think that the part of the swarm that had the queen was under the arbor. And the rest of the bees just went back to that spot where they had originally landed. So what I did was I brought the hive out to the farm and I opened it up to the bees that I had caught the day before and then I poured the ones that were from the side of the house into it and there was a lot of honey in there for them that I had uncapped so they were already having kind of a honey party and what I was looking for was fighting Because if they started fighting, then it would be really apparent to me that, no, these colonies don't belong together. And the honey, of course, would help be a distraction for the bees um, and maybe make them a little bit nicer if stranger bees did start coming in. But there was not any fighting. In fact, there was lots of fanning. And so I think that ultimately it was one swarm that arrived at their house. They got sprayed with water. They got separated, they got confused, and it's unfortunate that I had taken that first bucket of bees home with me and lost all of them, because if I think about the size that that colony could have been had it remained intact, it certainly would have passed as a prime swarm. So I've got them at the farm, they're in the hive, I'm going to check on them in a few days and see if there's any eggs or any sign of brood rearing or perhaps I will see the queen. At this point, I I don't know if the queen is in there or not. So the other day, I got a phone call and my bees had butt dialed me. Have a listen. Hello? Hello? 
Bees? Bees, what are you doing calling? Hello? Oh god, I think it's a butt dial. Happy beekeeping, and until next time, may the buzz be with you.